SAFM Sports Wrap. Still on 6.30 on SFM, 104 to 107. This is South Africa's news and information leader. We've got lots of news and we've got a great deal of information to come on the show tonight. I'm Dwayne DeLocca. This is the PSL radio show, Segundjala. We're going to be talking about uh, some local football in uh, the next half hour or so, but we're also going to be catching up with what's happening in the US Open and indeed get the news of uh, the All-Africa Games, or the African Games as they are now officially known. That said, a uh, busy show that includes... Would you believe it? Yes, Rowan Fernandez, he's back. You know, we chatted to him on Monday, Tuesday, suddenly he's Orlando Pirates goalkeeper coach. We'll c- catch up with him on his uh, new role. He's not travelling with a side to Egypt. We'll also catch up with Gordon Niggerson, the head of his uh, Supersport United side against Kaiser Chiefs. And indeed, we'll be catching up with the legend of Orlando Pirates in uh, Jerry Scorsane. He's an MTN8 ambassador. More about the final. That's uh, coming out next weekend. We start off in sports news, though, with uh, 11th African Games. Banyana Banyana, they should be playing Ghana in their final group fixture of the women's football competition now but while South Africa will obviously be chasing the last medals on offer in the pool tonight but with the latest from Brazzaville and Congo Republic Manfred Seidler into the 30, 32nd minute of the match uh, Banyana against Ghana must win match for either one of these teams if they want to progress to the next round of course only three teams in this uh, group after Egypt pulled out and of course uh, Banyana looking for a qualifier for Rio 2016 currently scores 0-0 32 minutes into the match and certainly Ghana being a lot more dominant uh, team so, uh, match very scrappy but the, the Ghanaians attacking a lot more closing down the Banyana team and and uh, certainly ruffling their feathers. They've also had a lot more chances or shots on goal. In fact, South Africa have not had one single shot on goal. And uh, so Ghana looking a lot more ominous than Espanyana Banyana. They have met uh, before in this tournament, playing two, a two-all draw in Maputo. That was back in 2011. Of course, a one-all draw as well last year in the Africa Championship. So that match going on right now. Another 15 or, well, 13 or 15 or so minutes left in this first half and, and st- score still null. In the pool tonight, well, there's six... Uh, Finals up, uh, six finals still to come, so uh, a few more medals potentially up for South Africa. They've made most of their medals, in fact, probably about 80% of their medals through uh, the pool and are currently lying second on the medal table behind uh, uh, Egypt, who's leading them by just the one uh, gold medal more. A good result this morning in the cycling. That was the men's time trial, South Africa winning that, covering the 25-kilometer uh, course in uh, just over 25 minutes, 25 minutes and 40 seconds, and that gives him an average, uh, sorry, 29 minutes and 40 seconds, giving him an average speed of 50 kilometers an hour. And for Tidler, for SFM Sport. Tennis news is women's semi-final day at the US Open. Courtney Walsh is in New York. Uh, Courtney, good evening, but uh, before, oh, good afternoon to you there. Uh, before we get to the women's singles draw, what did you make of Kevin Anderson's campaign? Look, his campaign overall was, uh, I thought, a really good tournament, but uh, unfortunately last night he just didn't bring the same form we'd seen, you know, I suppose through the first week and a half in New York, but also uh, the week before in Winston-Salem. He he looks really flat on course. Uh, against Andy Murray, uh, you know, where he posted probably the best win of his career, he held really firm mentally on big points on serve. He, he was just so hard to beat. Last night against Dan Marinka, and that was all missing. He, uh, I suppose he gifted Marinka the first set with a double fault on break point at 3-all. In the second set, he made uh, Stan work for it. Uh, you know, Stan ended up breaking with a brilliant backhand down the line, which uh, I suppose we've seen over the last two years. He, he's becoming so good uh, in critical moments for Rinka. But then in the third set, uh, you know, Kevin went off the court, had a had a break, tried to regroup, and came out and was flatter than what he'd been beforehand. Uh, again, a double fault gave away the early break. He just 
unfortunately didn't quite come up like we'd expected. Uh, then it is women's semi-final day. Of course, uh, an opportunity for the first and second seeds to meet in the final. But two Italians stand uh, b- before Serena Williams and uh, Simona Halep. Look, that's right. I mean, it's it's, it's quite remarkable, uh, and, and I suppose a sign of uh, of how, the, in terms of maturity, uh, players are getting older and older uh, in terms of having to make it. Now, Javier Panetta is 33. She's been to the semi-finals in New York before and brings her best form here. Roberta Vinci has been nowhere near it. She's really her best form before this. The best result before this was a fourth uh, round of the major. Now at 32, she's into uh, into a semi against Serena, and well, what will be the biggest match of her life as well? Fair enough. Well, it's going to be some enthralling action uh, in New York. Courtney Walsh, thank you very much for the details tonight. Uh, more news uh, tomorrow, of course, on the men's semi-final action. But uh, we continue with some football news. Three former national uh, team players, including Helman Kalele, have left South Africa to Germany to enhance their coaching credentials. Former Banyana Banyana captain and current assistant coach Desiree Ellis, together with former midfield uh, Maud Kumalo, both have CAF A license badges, flew to Germany in the company of ex Bafana Bafana winger Kalele for a three-week high-level coaching course with the German Football Association. It's been three weeks studying modern trends in football. Cricket News. Cricket South Africa has named three specialist spinners in the Proteus Test Squad for the four-match uh, Mahatma Gandhi-Nelson Mandela series against India. CSA selection convener Linda Zondi confirmed both Imran Tahir and Dane Pitt returned to the squad to join incumbent Simon Harmer, adding that Dane Villas would retain the gloves in this format. Tahir also returns to the Proteus T20 squad in place of Arun Bagiso, while there are recalls for Chris Morris and Marshawn DeLonga. Meanwhile, Dolphins batsman Kai Zondo says it will be a dream come true if he gets to represent South Africa next month's tour of India. He was named in the T20 squad. And just finally, Sky's, uh, Team Sky's Nicolas Roche won the 204-kilometre 18th stage of La Vuelta España. Giant opposite Tom Dumoulin retains the overall leader's red jersey. That's your sports news. ANN7 presents The Biggest Performers Christina Aguilera Jason Derulo The Soil A.K.A. Giano Sky Mafiki Zolo the biggest show ever, live at the Ticket Pro Dome on 17th October. I'll be there, will you? Grab your tickets now at ticketpro.co.za. In the September issue of Public Sector magazine, we focus on conversations with leaders, international relations, and women in public sector. We focus on one of the events covered, the Future of Empowerment Conference, happening later this month at Gallagher Convention Center, and unpack Triple B E. For more information, log on to www.topco.co.za or www.safm.co.za. Public Sector magazine, available at leading retail stores. It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by APSA. Today, tomorrow, together. PSL Radio Show. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's get straight into the big story of the weekend. All eyes are going to be at the Peter Mukaba Stadium on Saturday evening. It's Supersport United uh, hosting the reigning league champions, Kaiser Chiefs. And what a game we'll have in store for us. We've got the coach of the host team, Supersport United, on the line. Gordon Higgison, uh, great pleasure to have you on the show once again. Thanks for joining us. That's a pleasure, Dwight. Thanks. Now, uh, you've had a, an interesting side, uh, and having a top-quality side, I suppose, has its problems at times, Gordon, as with now. Your next league game against the reigning league champions, and 
just about every one of your key members has only rejoined you in the last day or so because you've had Brocky and Boxall and Worme and Furman and Daniels and Williams and even Denwin Farmer was on under-23 duty. But uh, do you get any consolation from the fact that they were at least playing competitive football? Yeah, Dwayne, I think that's important. You know, our preparation hasn't really got that great. As you, as you just mentioned, those players all away with the, the, the duty. And, of course, uh, they only came back to camp today. So we've had today and tomorrow to prepare the team for the game against Chiefs. But we are well prepared. I think, uh, you know, the, the good thing is everybody came back fit and no injuries, which is always a blessing mm-hmm. because sometimes players pick up injuries. And my big worry, of course, is about two New Zealand players. They, they, you know, they didn't just go and play just around here. They went to New Zealand. You know, they went a long way and they flew in uh, overnight and the uh, time change, the time zones. But they both, uh, today at training, both look very sharp and they look quite good. So I'm quite happy with that. So, and, and the game, of course, is a, you know, it's a fantastic game to play. We always look forward to playing against Kaiser Chiefs and I, I think they look forward to playing against us. Um, it's, it's going to be a fantastic match, I'm sure. Yeah, it certainly is. And I mean, you, you talk about Brocky and Boxall. They didn't only have to fly to New Zealand. They then had to fly to Myanmar and then back. So they've literally gone all the way around the world, I suppose. But Voyager Miles must be on their side. But let's talk about your attack. I mean, they haven't quite been firing on all cylinders. Is, is it just a matter of time, in your opinion, before they, they come right? Yeah, Dwayne, it's exactly what you just said. You know, that we haven't really been firing. We haven't really found our rhythm the way I would like it to be. The, you know, the... the, 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 the the cool car scene and, and, and the, the way we play, you know, but it's, I put it down to a lot of things. You know, we're not the only team that haven't found that fluency yet. It's because we've got so many new players in the side and they're getting, getting to know each other, getting used to each other. But we're not the only team. I've, I've noticed other teams as well that haven't quite found their fluency just yet. But each week is getting better. Each day we train is getting better. We play two friendlies in the week and we look quite, we look quite good and sharp. And uh, I think uh, as, as time goes on, it's still very early days. Both guys are cheating ourselves are unbeaten. Would like to stay that way, and uh, you know, hopefully, the fluency will come as we as we as we progress. I suppose, from a results perspective, uh, you've already beaten Orlando Pirates. Uh, it would be ideal, I suppose, to start the season with victories over amongst two of your toughest opponents. Uh, I mean, what would that do for the the tone of the season that remains? No, it will be a, it will be a big result for us. You know, it will be a big result for them as well. You know. Uh, and I've said this before, there's five or six teams in the, in, the, in the league at the moment I think will be challenging for the championship. You certainly can't discount Sundowns, you can't discount Pirates, you can't discount Kaiser Chiefs, you can't discount uh, Vitz University, and of course I don't think you can discount us, you know. And you always get one or two other dark horses that are going to be there as well. So it's a very, very competitive league we're in this season. I think it's going to be very, very exciting. And it's, it's still very early days to talk about uh, uh, championships. We've got to just take each game as it comes as it comes and, um, and try to pick up as many points as we can in the early stages. Uh, you talk about early points as well, though, but uh, it must be great to have uh, all your players back. I mean, David Matabulo was injured in that Pirates game. He's back for a Chiefs game, and we know he plays well against his former side, Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, are you excited to have him back and available? I am excited to have... I'm, I'm always excited Dwayne, to have all our players available. You know, we're in that situation at the moment. You know, don't discount uh, Kingston and Carter, you know, also ex-Chiefs player. We want to go out there and do something. But, you know, I, I have a headache, of course, and, and it's a nice headache to have because, you know, you mentioned my attacking team. You know, I've got players like Tusa Paula, I've got Warme, I've got Kingston, I've got Brocky, I've got Bradley Schobler, I've got Bengu, I've got Turnak, you know, and I can't play them all, obviously. So let's hope I get the right combination on the field for this particular game. Uh, everybody's uh, competing for a place in the starting lineup, which is, is very, very good. You know, everybody wants to play. They support each other, and the ones that are playing are supported by the other players. 
but just mention, just mention those names, you know, and, and, and only maybe four of those probably eight can play. So it's a, it's a nice headache to have. Yeah, indeed, it's a fantastic headache to have. But you mentioned Kingston and Kaiser. I wanted to ask you about him specifically, but uh, you, you already covered that, I suppose. But let's talk about Jeremy Brocky. I mean, he's gone on record now as saying 20 goals is not beyond him this season if he plays every game. He got 10 playing in half a season last campaign and is not showing any signs of any second season blues. But how much do you like your players, Gordon, setting milestones like this? Some coaches like it, some don't. No, I think it's important. You know, you always got to keep challenging yourself to be better and better as you go along. I do it to myself as a coach. You know, when the players set themselves targets, I'll sit down with them and say, you know, Jeremy, you scored 10 last season. I think you can score 20 this season or maybe even 22, you know. And it gives them a target and, uh, you know, he goes out there. And and the one thing, Dwayne, is that we have got a very offensive team and, uh, you know, we I think we will be scoring goals and let's hope that my strikers do score then. You know, I don't care if Rocky scores 20 or Kingston scores 20 or Bradley or Tuso. You know, as long as we're scoring goals and that's always important when you've got somebody who can put the ball in the back of the net for you, it's, it's very, very important, you know, and a lot of confidence uh, gets uh, rubbed off on the other players. Jeremy Brocky is certainly one of those players. You know, he's got this knack of getting into areas. He's a very difficult player to mark. And um, he's a great finisher, you know. So I'm just hoping that he can find his form. He, he scored a goal already this season for us um, against the London Pirates. And I think that uh, we must just keep moving forward and go from there. Well, your attack is an absolute joy to watch when it finds its flow. And certainly I, I wish you the best of luck in finding your rhythm against Kaiser Chiefs. It's going to be an intriguing match either way. Best of luck on Saturday night against the defending league champions, Gordon. Dwayne, thanks very much for your support. Thanks a lot. Dwayne DeLocker on SAFM. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Now, uh, tickets already on sale for the MTN8 final between uh, the holders, Kaiser Chiefs, and Ajax Cape Town, who are in the second uh, successive domestic cup competition final. It's going to be happening at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium in Port Elizabeth on September the 19th. It's a 3 o'clock kickoff, afternoon kickoff. We've got on the line MTN8 ambassador, the legend of Orlando Pirates, the man that scored that all-important goal in 1995. Can you believe it's 20 years ago? Yes, Jerry, legs of Thunder Skosana is on the line. Jerry, thanks for joining us. So good to chat to you. Good talking to you, Dwayne <laughs> The way you say my name, I, I'm wondering if I said your name in, a, in an interesting fashion. But, uh, Jerry, yeah, great to have you on. But MTN8 Ambassador, I mean, what are your responsibilities exactly? Yeah, I think, uh, Dwayne, the emphasis from MTN was, you know, to combine music and sport. And knowing that uh, most of us had nicknames uh, uh, in those days where we we we, we used to, to play according to the way they uh, nicknamed us in terms of those music, uh, uh, those songs. And now I think MTN thought it was wise to bring us on as the legends to remind the uh, uh, football fans that uh, music and sport go a, uh, go a long way. So I think that was the emphasis on us being the ambassadors of uh, MTN. Now, one of the aspects of uh, MTN 8, obviously, is that it's, it's one team gets the big prize money, the other seven in the competition lose out. But one of the aspects of this competition is fans actually have a chance to become millionaires themselves. Just tell us more about some of these uh, competitions. Yes, I think there are songs that uh, we've, we've been introduced by MTN, which are the songs that used to to be uh, uh, top songs in those olden days. And, you know, for a fan to stand a chance of winning a one million rand, you need to, to uh, 
dial star one two three star in fact star one two zero star one two three four hash and stand a chance of being a, a millionaire and also you can download the caller tune in the in www.mtnplay.co.za and also you stand a chance of being a millionaire come uh, end of the tournament. Uh, Jerry, obviously this is an appetizing final for, for so many, but how appetizing is it for you considering it's defending champions against such a talented group of youngsters who've already made a cup final this year? Exciting, exciting stuff, uh, Dwayne. I mean, you've seen how uh, these uh, uh, chickens, as uh, Ertugal used to call them when you used to coach Ajax. But yes, of course, I mean, enterprising youngsters from nowhere, uh, you, you're looking at the Numalos now is the player of the month. Uh, you know, they're, they're always surprising. Norodin, the young Mubarak at the back, uh, uh, we know of uh, um, the defender from Bafana, uh, Rivaldo Clute. And of course, he's achieved with all the old horses, you know, the likes of Bernard Parker, Rene Ilue. What, what a combination of youth visas all the horses. I mean, it's going to be a nice final. And of course, AX losing in his net bank last uh, season, coming now to play another final in a quick, in quick succession and Chiefs wanting to hold on to the cup that they won last season in terms of defending it. What a final it's going to be. It's going to be exciting. And big fans will be uh, uh, thrilled on come uh, 19th of uh, uh, September at the PE. Stadium in in in, in uh, PE-based stadium. You talk about uh, old horses for Kaiser Chiefs, but obviously there's a great deal of experience in uh, in, in that squad. But uh, you know, IX Cape Town trying to get to the top by winning this competition for Kaiser Chiefs, it's about staying at the top. You know what it's like to get to the top. What's the hardest part about trying to stay at the top? It's when you want to try hard. I think you just have to let it flow. If you you know you've got a team that can do it. You've got peers next to you that you believe in. You, you always go there confident. You know, it's not like trying hard where you want to grind results. It doesn't work like that, Dwayne. I think from my experience, you go out there. I mean, we did it in 1995, uh, 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 all odds against us. We went there relaxed. We didn't want to go there and try hard. And the result came. And I think that's the way of, of being staying on top. It's just to go out there. Believe in yourself, know what you can do as a team, and let the football be a winner. Play brilliant football, enterprising football. The results will come, and then we'll stay on top. Yeah, but you guys were so much mentally stronger, in a sense, back uh, back then. Uh, how many hours did you wait at the airport? You had bats in your room. You had literally everything was against you. In that, uh, I'm still shocked when I think back. Uh, Jerry, I mean, in December, it'll be 20 years since you scored that goal that gave a South African club side its greatest continental achievement. I mean, do you miss just being with the guys for, for practice or chatting to them afterwards or, or even just playing the game? You know, Dwayne, it's hard, it's hard, especially for myself, because as you say, it's going to be after 20 years come 16th of December, and we're still talking about this goal that Jerez Kosana scored, and it's not <laughs> only for South Africa, but for the whole of Southern Africa, because not even the, in the Southern Hemisphere, Africa has won this competition beside the uh, Orlando Pirates in terms mm. of the Champions League. And, of course, it's so, it's, 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 it's so touching to me when, when I'm still regarded as the hero after 
to them by to be 20 years. And yes, of course, I mean, it's nice to be a living legend and people still remember there is something that shows in the Pirates jersey, even if we watch them play, always say there is the star, which Jerry's Kosana did it. And I'm, 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 I'm proud. And it's of course, yeah, without my peers, without the courage we had in 95 as a team, we wouldn't be talking the same language that we're talking now. I think it was because of the the, 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 the strong mentality that we had, you know, going into Africa. And it's the team that walloped Ramalek 5-0 in their semi-final to qualify for the final. So it was in the, an easy task going into Abidjan. But yes, of course, as I've said it, you know, if you prepare, you know what you want, you relax, everything comes into order. And that's what happened on the 16th of December, 1995. Uh, Jerry, uh, those memories, I'm um, getting goosebumps just thinking back to uh, to that game and that great left-footed goal that you scored, uh, the way you created it as well, just judging the bounce to perfection while the defenders didn't. But, I mean, 20 years on, uh, what do you make of this class of 95? Is there a CAF Confed Cup trophy for this uh, this pirate side that, as we speak, is in the air flying to Egypt? I, 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 that, that's my wish, Dwayne. We need to start talking about the new things. I mean, it's going to be 20 years. We're still going to talk about the Champions League. We need something that will make sure that it erases whatever that we've done. You know, in football, you've got the Real Madrid, you've got the likes of the Zuli Zaretas, the Ica uh, Casillas. Now you've got the young, uh, 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 I think it's Casilla, the goalkeeper. You know, it's like history goes on in football. You don't stay in one area like we're doing now. I hope the boys go out there. And at least they win the Kev Cup, and then we're going to start talking about them maybe for the next few days. And win the Champions League. As we know, they missed out the season, losing once in the season before, when they lost 1-0 to Al-Akhli in the Champions League. But I think this time they're going to do well in the Kev Confederation Cup. Well, Jerry Skusan, it's been an absolute delight to uh, chat to you once again. Uh, you created so many memories, and it seems those memories uh, live long. And uh, congratulations on your MTN role as, uh, MTN8 role as an ambassador. I look forward to seeing you at the final, and uh, enjoy the Pirates action on Sunday as well. Thanks, Dwayne. You're always welcome, bro. Thanks, bud. CSL Radio Show. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Now, you may recall on Monday we chatted to Rowan Fernandez, uh, former Bafana Bafana goalkeeper and uh, legendary all-round good guy as an analyst on the show, talking about uh, recovering from uh, mental setbacks, especially after committing errors, and uh, finding out the difficulties of playing internationally. Of course, what he failed to mention on Monday was that he was uh, in discussions with Orlando Pirates, but we can confirm that earlier this week he was unveiled as the Orlando Pirates goalkeeper coach. Well, Rowan's back on the line, and Rowan, firstly, this and congratulations on your appointment. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, very humble, very honoured to be part of a team like Linda Pirates, and I'm looking forward to working with you know, the goalkeepers and the, the team, and obviously working with Eric Tinkler and doing what I can to help the keepers out and make them as good as we can. Well, aside from playing in the Bundesliga, I mean, you also have the experience of uh, being a, a multiple champion in numerous uh, both league and cup competitions with, of course, another giant of South African football in Kaiser Chiefs. So you're familiar with the environment, no doubt. But have you actually had a chance to speak to the players yet? Yeah, I was uh, introduced to the team yesterday morning. And uh, yesterday I had my first session with the team and had another one this morning. And they're very good, man. It's just... Uh, pretty weird that like only two, three months ago I was still competitive in the league and playing against some of the guys so mm. you know it's quite nice being familiar in that sense with the guys who have been playing and it's 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a good setup so far. Nice catch from the boys. Especially having known it like Kermit, I knew from Super Sports. You know, section I knew from Super Sports. There are a couple of boys that I am familiar with that I've before in the past that are playing side of these. So it's quite cool to be still with them. And you know, I'm still young enough to partake in trainings and actually give them a hard time and <laughs> compete. But then you know, I've got to like put my coach's hat on and just draw the line a bit of I'm a coach now. You can't treat me like a play anymore. So, but yeah, it's, it's good fun. Yeah, you make a good point there. I mean, obviously, uh, coaching is a very different side of the game. Watching, teaching rather than giving advice to, to the younger players around you while you're playing. But have, have you actually approached anybody for advice on the differences and how to approach the coaching aspect? Yeah, you know, Dwayne, as your career gets on, you kind of, the older I get, the more I start taking notes from Rainer, from Thomas, from, from Ola Orange recently at Wits. And you start putting into like a, not back perform, but you start taking mental notes of what the guys are doing as coaches and, you know, like obviously I'd sit under and just pick his brain a bit, I'd pick Rainer's brain a bit, just to get the, the feeling of what it's like and, you know, obviously the older I get, the more I'm leaning more towards knowing the fact that my career's coming to an end. So I kind of mentally preparing myself for the shift. But yeah, knowing the fact that Andre's a phone call away, Rainer's a phone call away, that the guys in Germany are just there, send an email that can help out. So you do like build up a bit of a group that you can sort of, you know, report to or ask back for information, and the guys are willing and to, to give advice, which is pretty cool. But you know, you know, the last couple of years at Supersport and Bits, you, you know you're not competing for number one place anymore, as much as it's hard to say that you want to keep playing, but you get to a point where I'm here to support, where we've gone on at Supersport, where it's now been the but you become like a supporting role for the guy, and you, you're coaching him while you're training with him. So the coaching does become hoping, like this is the next aspect, mm. you start passing advice and helping out when you can. Rowan, are you going to be bringing your own ideas to training or will you be slipping into a system with this, uh, the squad that's already in place? <laughs> well, I'd like to say I can put my own stamp on things, but, you know, it's first of all, honour to work for a team like Pirates and work under Eric and, you know, first and foremost, the goal is to make Linda Pirates, that's my current team and make them as good as I can and make the goalkeepers as fit as I possibly can and, my my job would be to make the all four goalkeepers that I have, make them as fit as possible and present them on selection day to next. Listen, you're your four goalkeepers, you choose. And that's my main criteria, is to get my goalkeepers fit. Um, so, yeah, it's, I'm not going to make team selections, but I'll do my best to make all four goalkeepers and independents as fit as I possibly can and as best as I possibly can. You only asked because I, I know you do have some, some real insights into goalkeeping as an art, but, I mean, Goalkeeping is an art that's something that some people talk about, others dismiss. I mean, Fabian Barthez, who won the World Cup with France in 98, he was actually saying in an interview very recently, goalkeepers, uh, there's not enough of them who are good with their feet because when you're having fun as a kickabout as kids, it's always the worst players who go in goal. Um, I'm not sure if I entirely... <laughs> buy- yeah, it's, 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 it's not something that I entirely buy into, but I mean, you know, there is a question there. Do you, do you feel that goalkeeping as an art has actually evolved over the span of your nearly two decades? career so cheaper two decades let me sound extra old but yeah you know Rainer Dinkelaka coined the phrase of you're no longer goalkeepers we're goal players because yes we use our hands because we can but you know the goalkeeper tends to nowadays with all the rules coming in there's no back pass rule etc you can't pick up the ball all the time so now we have to play both feet um, you know Manuel Neuer has become a, an expert at the game of being a sweeper keeper playing out from the back and using both feet and you know, it's the way the trend is going. The goalkeeper needs to have to start from the back and play both feet, become an extra outlet for the defenders. And we've got to start the, the, the attack with a ball on the ground. And, you know, you've got to 
work on all aspects of the game. You've got to be able to play like an actual player, but also catch like a, a goalkeeper should. Fair enough. Well, uh, Rowan Fernandez, I certainly wish you all the best of luck in your new role at Orlando Pirates. The squad having jetted off, of course, already to uh, to Egypt. You're not with the squad today, but you'll be joining them upon their return. And best of luck as they resume their league campaign next week against Black Aces. Thank you very much, Ray, for the chat. Always good chatting. PSL Radio Show. Less than a minute to go before the top of the hour. Let me just run through the fixtures coming up this weekend with Orlando Pirates playing in the CAF Confederation Cup. Uh, uh, half past eight. You can catch it on SBC 3 this weekend. Uh, half past eight uh, against Zamalek. All-important group stage match. Arrows play Sundowns on Saturday. Free State starts against Chipper United. Supersport United against Kaiser Chiefs is at 6 p.m. Ajax host Pulaguane City and Maritzburg United against Bloemfontein Celtic in the evening. And then University of Pretoria against Bidvestlitz and Joma Cosmos against Platinum Stars. Those both kick off 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. But that's all we've got time for tonight. Now, Lady Moleo is up after the news with the talk shop. And you can catch more sport tomorrow morning with Janet Witten. She's on AM Live. That's tomorrow morning. And then Brad Brown in for your Friday edition of SFM Sports Wrap. 6.30 to 7 tomorrow night. I'll be back again on Monday but from the uh, PSL radio show, Second Jalo team tonight. Producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocca, have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.